you're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. In this podcast, we're going to talk about Dr. Stella Emanuel claiming she thought she caught COVID a couple months ago, so she prayed to God and he healed her. Pastor Johnny Enlow saying that Trump is president of the world. You'll see. You'll all see. Stu Peters. For some reason, he is convinced he was infected with a cold by the deep state. They're after him. He's sure of it. We'll also be listening to voicemails. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the phone number is 1-800-701-8573. If you want to send an email instead, the email address is telltalemailbag at gmail.com. Hey, this is Owen. If you're comfortable, leave your first name and state at the sound of the tiny truck backing up. Hi, um, I'm Liz from Minnesota. I have another question for you. So if a uh, Jehovah's Witnesses get dementia, well, you know how dementia works, so we're going to forget everything. But if they can't remember anything, are they still technically considered a Jehovah's Witness, or are they going to be safe from quote-unquote Armageddon? I don't know, I just thought that would be a really weird loophole to be answered. All right, have a good day. I appreciate the voicemail. Um, There is kind of a loophole in Jehovah's Witness theology that basically says it's the condition of your heart that really matters. If you're a good person in your heart, then you'll make it through Armageddon or you'll be resurrected in the new system or whatever else. Some Jehovah's Witnesses use that loophole to say they can basically be outside the religion if they want and still get into the new system. You don't have to be like an active baptized member to make it through. Jehovah will look at your heart condition and determine if you should make it through based on that. The governing body has shot that idea down thoroughly, and they said if you aren't an active, baptized, door-knocking Jehovah's Witness, you won't make it through Armageddon. You have to be knocking on doors up to the bitter end, and if you don't save somebody because you just didn't feel like going out that day or something, if you miss the opportunity to bring someone into the religion, Jehovah will view you as blood guilty for that, which means basically you murdered them. That's pretty much the the view that the governing body takes. So they're a lot more rigid with it than, than they are culturally, like than some of the people are culturally. But for the most part, that loophole does still exist for certain people, like people with dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever else. It's kind of a cultural thing that changes from person to person, but for the most part, they check the heart condition. Well, and as far as sheep and goats go, to my knowledge, after I worked on a couple of ranches and grew up on a farm, and goats are the only livestock that I know of that actually piss in their own faces to attract their own kind. That is an interesting fun fact. That was that fact was extremely fun. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I assume what you're referencing is the fact that Greg Locke is obsessed with not being a sheep, which, of course, in the Christian dichotomy means... By default, he's a goat. So I guess goats are supposed to be a bad thing. Like, being a goat's a bad thing in the view of Christianity, but Greg Locke somehow identifies with that, doesn't want to be considered a sheep, bizarrely. Kind of contradicts everything the Bible says about sheep, right? But I 
we knew he didn't follow the Bible for a long time leading up to this. So anyway, thank you for that fun fact. I appreciate that very much. Hi, Owen. I was just wondering why it is that Jehovah's Witnesses have a problem with getting blood transfusions, but they're okay with getting organ transplants. I just kind of don't understand why one is okay and the other one isn't. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I appreciate it. Jehovah's Witnesses have actually been getting a lot of pushback on the blood transfusion thing. Like for decades, for a very, very long time, they've been getting pushback on this from all different sides, not just secular sources, not just ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, but even within the religion. People have been pushing back on this and saying, this is ridiculous, you misinterpreted what the Bible said, so on and so forth. So the governing body doesn't feel comfortable with completely reversing the policy because that would make them look like fools. I think they feel that they have to hold their ground on this or they will reveal that they really don't know what they're talking about, and they really aren't in communication with God, as they claim to be. So they can't just straight up reverse the whole thing, but they say, as time goes on, as science improves, as we understand how things work more and more, we allow people to take fractions of blood. Like, for example, there are medications that are designed using blood, but it's only a blood fraction, like plasma, for example, or some other piece of blood, antibodies, things like that, things that were like extracted from blood. So they've, they've given up a little bit of ground in that area. They're okay with Jehovah's Witnesses taking certain fractions of blood, but they do draw a hard red line down at taking a blood transfusion or certain specific fractions you can't use. Let me correct one thing, though. I don't think that they're necessarily okay with it. I feel like that may have been the wrong word to use. They say it's a conscience matter, which means Jehovah may or may not be okay with you doing this. We we don't know. We have no idea. So if you feel comfortable risking your everlasting life by taking a blood transfusion, risking the possibility that Jehovah will be really pissed off at you for taking it, go ahead. We're not going to stop you. And it's kind of the same angle they take with organ donations or organ transplants or whatever. If you feel comfortable enough that Jehovah's okay with this, that you're willing to do it, then go ahead and do it. But there's a possibility that Jehovah will be really pissed at you and you're going to die and never be resurrected for it. That's the angle that they take. This is a patently absurd position to hold, and it gets people killed, the, the anti-blood transfusion take that they have. But they can't back off of it, or they feel people will view them as fools who didn't know what they were talking about in the first place. Little do they know, people already view them that way, so... Hi, Owen. This is Ray from Canada. Um, I had a funny thought about um, the apocalypse that people keep talking about it with the religion stuff. Like, imagine if the whole revelation or whatever already happened and, you know, we're still waiting for it to ha happen when it already has. And it's just kind of, it, I don't know, it seems really kind of like a silly thought. Anyways, love your show. Bye. Yeah, I appreciate that. Really interesting. Actually, Jehovah's Witnesses 
kind of view it that way in some ways. They continued to make prediction after prediction, end times prediction after end times prediction for centuries. I mean, they've been doing it since the 1870s. They made predictions all through the 1870s, the 1880s, the 1890s, the early 1900s, and then the 1910s, and then the 1920s. And by the 1920s, they realized, you know, this is probably a bad idea. Maybe we should stop setting dates. They set so many of them believing that the end was here and Armageddon was going to take place that finally they had to say, uh... Yeah, uh, Armageddon took place. Um, you just weren't there to see it, or you just didn't notice it. Jesus actually did come back invisibly in 1914. That was their last prophecy at the time that they came up with this. Your proposition that you had, a lot of other religions have had that proposition too. The Millerite Church in the mid-1800s, I think 1843, they set a hard date for 1843 also, and it failed miserably. And after it failed so hard, it split off into different factions. There was the group that believed something really did happen. Jesus came back invisibly. Then there was the group that believed this Bible math bullshit was ridiculous and we shouldn't be taking it seriously at all. And then there was the faction that believed the Bible math was true, but they needed to get the right variables. They felt like they were miscalculating it, basically. So those three factions split off from the Millerite church, and the group that believed that the Bible math was legitimate, but they had the variables wrong, that's actually the one that Jehovah's Witnesses spawned from. And it's also, as a matter of fact, the same faction that Seventh-day Adventists spawned from. Ellen G. White, the creator of Seventh-day Adventists, she and the creator of the Jehovah's Witness religion, Charles Taze Russell, they knew each other. They went to the same church for a while. How about that shit, right? In the late 1800s, that is fucking nutty. So anyways, um, that's kind of a little bit of a short history of end times predictions and the Bible math involved. Um, the proposition you're giving us, that's been formulated and toyed around with by a bunch of different end times pa pastors. And honestly, I just think the idea of an end coming abruptly like the Bible prophesies, I think it's ridiculous in the first place. So anyway, thank you for the voicemail. I appreciate that. First emails from Betsy. Hi, found your YouTube channel podcast recently, and I really like what you do. Keep up the good work. Appreciate that. My question is, how are we supposed to hold people in power accountable when they claim God told them to do X or they prayed all day so they must do Y? Examples, Oklahoma governor still pardoning Julius Jones after prayer, and Michelle Bachman claims that God told her to run again. Kim Davis is another example that comes to mind. Does this not go against the bootstraps argument and personal responsibility mantra that they have? Thanks. Betsy in Minnesota. Yes, it does. But something that I've noticed recently is that principles and values mean absolutely nothing to these people. What matters in their mind is hurting the other, is an us versus them mentality. Hating the person that they're opposed to, hating their enemies, owning the libs, that's what matters. And nothing else, nothing else, when you realize that's where they're coming from, 
every other decision that they make starts to make sense. As far as holding them accountable goes, I think what we have to do is come out here and put it on blast. We have to keep putting it up here, and we have to keep calling it out and talking about how ridiculous it is. And if possible, go back in their history of the things that they've said and find the inconsistencies and put them up right on screen for everybody to see. Talk about all of the ridiculous things that they've brought up and claimed and point out how they never came true. Like I said, though, everything they do goes right back to owning the libs. That's the angle that they take with everything. When you realize that, you can use it as something of a predictive tool to figure out what their next steps are probably going to be. Hello, this is Jeremy B. from Austin, Texas. I started listening to your show back at the beginning of the pandemic. Your podcast is awesome. Thank you. Keep up the good work. I'm a lifelong atheist. I was born into a Jewish family, but never was a believer. Anyway, I wanted to know what you thought about atheists in the pulpits, pews, and in political power who claim to be religious, Christian in particular, but are actually atheists. If we can have people like Trump, who's most likely an atheist in political power, but are normally Christian, causing so much harm to the country, what does it mean or say about atheists in general? The same goes for religious leaders. They have so much power and influence and seem to be so deceitful, seem to be scammers and saying such outlandish things. Do they truly believe? Is it just for political or religious power and money? To put this more plainly, if we have a person in power, or not so powerful, religious and or political position, causing harm to this country or society, but they appear to be scammers, if they are in fact just claiming to be Christians, but not really believers at all, where does that leave atheism? That's an interesting question. Here's where it leaves atheism. Atheism is nothing more than a position on the question of whether or not God exists. Being an atheist doesn't describe anything else about you as a person. Now, there are atheist communities, like on YouTube, or groups of people who meet in, like, college campuses, social clubs, things like that. There are atheist groups that meet, and a lot of the time they have similar moral value systems, and they have similar political beliefs and ideals and all that other stuff. But atheism, in general is nothing more than a position on whether God exists. If you don't believe that God exists, then you're an atheist. And in my opinion, Trump is an atheist. You can have good moral values or bad moral values, and that's where we see a lot of these people coming from. Like, for example, Trump. He has little to no moral values, and thus has no problem with scamming religious people out of their money. I think you should get more specific with what you mean when you say atheism. Are you talking about specific communities? I denounce Trump and anything that dude has to say or do, period. But I am an atheist. I don't denounce the position of not accepting that a god exists. If I want to build a community around me, of good moral atheists, fellow good moral atheists, then I can do that. And if somebody tries to start scamming the group or doing some scumbag thing, I can kick them out of the group. We just don't have to have them around anymore. You have to form the group into what you want it to be. Um, atheism as a general concept is nothing more than a lack of belief in God.
This next email is from Samuel. I read part of his email last week, but I'm getting to another question this time. My question is, do you have any advice for aspiring creators looking to make educational and or cultural content? Also, do you have any book recommendations for people interested in religious studies? I would normally recommend like Richard Dawkins and and some other people, but Dawkins got himself in some hot water for some really fucked up stuff he did recently. So I feel like I can't really recommend his books anymore. But there are a lot of books out there about religions. Um, Check out Bart Ehrman. He's got an interesting set of books on the historicity of Jesus and things like that. Actually, that specific book title, The Historicity of Jesus, I think that's a Richard Carrier book. And to my knowledge, they do not like each other. So um, let me rephrase. Bart Ehrman has a bunch of books on the history of Jesus. We'll say that. But uh, as far as aspiring creators go and any advice I may have for people trying to get into that field. My main point of advice, I have two pieces of advice. If you can take these two pieces, then you'll have the best chance of success. Number one, set a schedule and stick to it no matter what. Rain, sun, doesn't matter. Do it. You stick to the schedule and don't give it up for absolutely anything. If you intend to do a video a week, do a video a week. Two videos a week, then do two videos a week. Exact same day, exact same hour, exact same minute. You should have that thing ready to release at the exact same time so that your listeners know to expect it and so that you can set deadlines for yourself. Piece of advice number two, get a good microphone. It doesn't matter if you're doing YouTube or TikTok or podcasting or anything else. Get a good microphone. A microphone is everything in this industry. People won't listen to you unless they can hear you clearly. That's one thing that took me a while to learn. You have to have a good microphone. So those are my two pieces of advice. Don't stop for anything. Stick to a schedule and get a good microphone. Hopefully that answered your question. When we come back, we're going to talk about Dr. Stella Emanuel claiming she thought she caught COVID a couple months ago, so she prayed to God and he healed her. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. Next story I wanted to talk about is about a person named Stella Emanuel. Now, I talked about her recently, but I wanted to give you a little bit of lead up before we talk about her most recent clips. So I I actually covered this video that I'm about to play last week, I think. But I wanted to play this clip again. I'll explain why in a minute. But if you're unfamiliar with who this person is, this is Stella Emanuel. She actually released a viral video a while back making all kinds of bizarre claims about COVID, saying that hydrochloroquine would cure it and all this other stuff. And she was so viral that Donald Trump actually saw the video. This happened back in 2020 when he was pushing hydrochloroquine in the first place. He shouted her video out, made it even bigger, and made her even more famous. 
That is why we have to cover this person in the first place, because she's so well known that Donald Trump shouted her out, basically. So let's watch this video from last week, and then we're going to move on to a couple new clips that just came out. Check this out. If you've taken this vaccine, there is a way out. It is not yet the mark. You're still taking the name and the number of his name. If you repent and cry out to God for mercy, he will deliver you. So what she's saying here is that the vaccine is the mark of the beast, or it's, it's a lead up to the mark of the beast, I guess. She says it's not quite the mark of the beast yet. If you don't pray for it to get out of your system, then it will become the mark of the beast, apparently. That's fucking unhinged. People have cast that thing out of a lot of people. When it is Lucifer, when it is the devil, when it is Luciferous, it can be cast out in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus can already deal with it. Okay, so that's the kind of caliber person that we're dealing with right now, beyond anti-vax. This is exited anti-vax territory, and this has entered just complete delusional conspiracy land. Seriously, I don't use that word lightly. This is unhinged from reality shit. If you were wondering, actually, apparently she has a valid medical license. As it turns out, she got her medical degree, I believe, in Nigeria but she is licensed to practice medicine in the United States last I checked. She shouldn't be. Um, she doesn't seem to have any useful medical knowledge at all. In fact, she's going against medical advice completely, contradicting it outright. I'm really not sure how she still has a medical license, but here we are. So the next clip I wanted to watch by this woman came out mid-October 2021. Give this one a look. This was on Stu Peters' show. You have power to give breath to the clones, to the images, that they will cause all those that will not take the mark to be killed. Just like you're saying, they will, I want to assassinate those that will not take the mark, the number of the beast or the name of the beast. I don't think the mark is right now, but we're dealing with the number of the beast and the name of the beast. So again, she's basically saying the vaccine isn't quite the mark yet, but it's the name and the number of the beast. I'm really not sure what she's getting at here. I have no idea how she came to these conclusions, but again, here we are. The Moderna vaccine has Luciferous, which is the name of the beast. Ah, the Moderna vaccine has Luciferase, yeah. FYI, if uh, you guys were unsure, unclear on this, Lucifer means light bringer. It's a Latin word. Old English from Latin, light bringing, morning star. The prefix luce, L-U-C, it means light. The suffix dash F-E-R means bearing. So luce, light, fur, bearing, lucifer, light bearing. It's by association with the sun of the morning, believed by Christian interpreters to be a reference to Satan. I have no idea how Satan became known as like the light bringer. That's kind of fucking weird, right? But anyways, she's saying there's a chemical in there called luciferase. Here's a Reuters fact check on that question. Fact check. Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine does not contain luciferin or luciferase. The novel coronavirus vaccine manufactured by Moderna does not contain luciferin, an organic compound involved in bioluminescence, or the enzyme luciferase, contrary to claims on social media. While luciferase was involved in some COVID-19 research in the summer of 2020, none of the available vaccines contain either ingredient. So there you go. She's completely full of shit, of course. Did we really expect any different? Moderna vaccine has 
Luciferus, which is the name of the beast. No. Everything about this vaccine has 666, which is the number of the beast. So these clones are going to, the, the devil has power to give life to the image, the clones, that they will cause people in the hospital to die. They will not give them medicine. They will make stupid laws. They will, they will lock down cities. They will make children get, get sacrificed. The evil that is going on is not human evil. The technology that we're calling science is Nephilim technology. It's demonic technology. Well, interesting. Nephilim technology, you say. Demon technology. Now, that's funny because I remember very recently covering somebody who also said there are Nephilim walking the earth right now trying to turn us into some other blah, 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 whatever the holy fuck he said. None other than Rick Wiles, early December 2021. He mentions Nephilim too. Check this shit out. The new world order is in operation right now. The very thing that people warned for decades was going to happen is underway right now. A global depopulation of the human race. In fact, what their goal is, is to change the human race. This is Satan in action. This is the return of the Nephilim, as in the days of Noah. How about that, huh? These two people are saying basically the same thing. Rick Wiles and Stella Emanuel. I wonder if they're getting it from the same source, or if they're using each other as a source. I'm wondering. Isn't that fascinating? They're claiming that the Nephilim are here on Earth again, trying to mutate us into some other being or something. As in the days of Noah, they're changing the DNA of the human race. And only the resistors will remain as the pure humans on the planet. That is just straight up, like, completely disconnected from reality. Seriously. Holy shit. Where is he getting all of this? Well, Stella Emanuel actually came out with another clip recently, early December 2021. She runs a church. I don't know if you guys knew that. I didn't know that. I just found that out recently. So this was actually at the Reawaken America conference, and they had some pretty big speakers there, one of whom was, of course, Stella Emanuel. So let's give this clip a watch and see what she had to say. I woke up one morning and I was having this choking cough. I was like, what is this? This was like maybe two months ago, and I prayed and I took my dose of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and I she took her dose of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Fascinating. Okay. And she prayed. She prayed first. I got to say that. So let's just all make note that she used prayer first, but she also used incorrect medicine. Hydroxychloroquine and I, I kind of chilled. Then when I woke up the next morning, I got out of my sleep feeling like there was a beam over me. That was it, like a beam. I woke up with this most choking cough. I went crazy. I was like, what? I said, devil, you're a liar. I am God's anointed. The Bible said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. I started shooting. I released thunder, fire, brimstone, holy ghost, and grenade. I okay, that's a lot. So she's saying she was coughing, and then she said, devil, you're a liar. Does she think that COVID is the devil? Or does she think the vaccine is the devil? Or is it both? Are both the devil? Why did she pick COVID 
and the vaccine to be the devil in the first place? Why didn't she pick some other thing to be the devil? Why didn't she recognize Donald Trump as the Antichrist that he absolutely most certainly is? If you're a Christian, you should definitely be looking into that right now. Why did she pick COVID rather than anything else? This is fucking bizarre. Uh, let me step back a few seconds because uh, she was saying some real weird shit just now. Let's listen a little closer. What? I said, devil, you're a liar. I am God's anointed. The Bible said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. The Bible said, torch not the anointed and do my prophets no harm. Is that what she said? No harm. I started shooting. I released thunder, fire, brimstone, holy ghost, and grenade. I I started shooting the Holy Ghost hand grenade. Is that what she said? On the fire, brimstone, Holy Ghost. And started shooting the fire, brimstone, Holy Ghost hand grenade. What is this alleged Holy Ghost hand grenade to which she's referring? Stone, Holy Ghost, and grenade. I shot all kinds of weapons. I prayed every scripture I knew how. I bind them. I cast them into the pit. I sent. I bind them. I cast them into the pit. Every scripture. I. She was throwing them all at this thing, apparently. Okay. At COVID, of course. I mean, I'm assuming she's saying she caught COVID a couple months ago. That's the impression I'm getting. Because she said she was trying to cure it with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Well, those two medicines, as far as I know, aren't used to cure the cold, the common cold, right? Or like the flu, thing, other things that make you cough. She's under the misconception that it's used to cure COVID-19 specifically. So I'm guessing, based on the fact that she took those things, that she believes she had COVID. And she's throwing fire and brimstone Holy Ghost hand grenade at it in the form of scripture to cure herself of it. Scripture, I knew how. I bind them. I cast them into the pit. I send fire to crash land their satellites. I command them to be destroyed. Crash land the satellites and command them to be destroyed. Like she's almost like speaking in tongues right now, like just kind of blurting out nonsense, right? Except it kind of forms a picture of her worldview to some degree. We we're hearing like little snippets of these words that she's throwing out. And it kind of connects us to, like, all of the weird conspiracy theories that she believes. You think the COVID conspiracy theories are weird? No. I mean, they're harmful. Don't get me wrong. Maybe the most harmful. But she also seems to believe that a lot of the higher-up people in the government, in the world, like the leader of the FDA and, and the president, specifically Joe Biden, and a whole bunch of other foreign presidents, and the head of the CDC and Fauci and everybody else, they're all clones that are inhabited by demons. So this is in no way her strangest belief that she's espousing right now. It's probably just the most harmful. Let's keep listening. Ashland, your satellites, I command them to be destroyed. After like 30 minutes of really fighting like I was boxing, I'm, I'm, I put on my kickboxing gear. She was fighting like she was boxing and had had on her kickboxing gear. Okay, well, I'm assuming that's metaphor. I'm assuming a lot of this is metaphor, but I'm honestly not sure based on her other beliefs, based on the fact that she believes that people are clones inhabited by demons. I'm really not sure if this is metaphor or not. I was punching in the spirit. 
I quoted every scripture. I said, associate yourself. All ye people, you shall be broken into pieces. All you globalists, may the fire of God consume you. Crash down your satellites. All sun, all stars, all moon. Rise. All you globalists, I'm going to crash your satellites. Like, what is she even talking about? This is fucking bizarre. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> COVID was like, can't touch this. Okay, then. Uh, so that happened. Why am I even talking about her right now? Because she's not a nobody. She's not a nobody. Donald Trump shouted out some of her videos. She is widely recognized in the United States. We have to talk about people like this because this is becoming more and more common sentiment in the United States. Seriously, we are getting to the point where this isn't even that fucking weird. We have to keep talking about this and calling it out when we see it. It seems strange to us, but a pretty decently sized segment of the U.S. population seems to take this shit seriously. When we come back, we're going to talk about Pastor Johnny Enlow saying that Trump is president of the world. You'll see. You'll all see. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. Next story I wanted to talk about is about a guy named Johnny Enlow. Now, I've covered him a lot on my channel, as a matter of fact, but he just released something recently that I wanted to talk about. This clip came out December 3rd, 2021, and he had some interesting things to say about Donald Trump. Let's give this a listen. Uh, people want more proof of what's presently the truth, what's going on behind the scenes. But when there is a fog of war, you can't tell. So you try to tell people, President Trump is not as disempowered as you think, um, and they want proof. Well, the proof will be forthcoming. I think the proof will be forthcoming. Okay, hey, if the proof is forthcoming, I'll believe it when I have it. Simple as that. Why do I have to sit here and believe your ass with no evidence? Johnny Enlow actually released a clip forever ago, I'm not exactly sure when, where he said, if you don't believe what he says about Donald Trump being powerful still, basically being the president still, if you don't believe him on that, it's basically a test to see if you're a true Christian and God will punish you if you don't believe him on that. Let's keep listening. That over the last year, ever since November 3rd of last year till now, they will find out that there is not a person on the planet that has exercised more power and authority than President Donald Trump. That will be wow. revealed. And wow. it's, it's been it's been bigger than being, if anything, he made a shift from president of the United States to president of the world in the sense of how he's being used and what's taking place. Okay, that is a tall fucking claim, and I am going to need a mountain of evidence to believe something like that. He's saying Donald Trump is the president of the world. He made a shift from president of the U.S. to president of the world. Nobody can tell the difference between Donald Trump, president of the world, and Donald Trump, former president, now basically a nobody. 
We need something to show us that he's got some kind of power of any sort, anything. I'll take just about anything, please. I'm not going to buy a single word this guy says without evidence, though, because he has proven himself to be unreliable consistently. Now, for those who want the proof, that's why you have to get through the fog of war or be above the fog of war to actually know what's uh, what's what's taking place. Oh, and let me guess, you are above the fog of war, so we have to talk to you to get our information, right? You have special information for us that we have to come to you for. Fascinating how that works, isn't it? That's not actually the only time he said Donald Trump was the president of Earth, though. In fact, he said it late January 2021. This is, I believe, right after inauguration. Give this one a listen and see what he had to say. So there's all these dimensions the Lord is coming to affect and change right now. And President Trump still has a very uh, active, viable role in that. And he will still step in on the playing field itself. He's even under the playing field. Believe me, God is doing things with him uh, and I won't go into it more than that. Oh, please go into it more. Please, I'm begging you. I want you to go into it more. I would love it if you went into it more. Are you not going into it more because you know you're about to stick your foot in your mouth and say some shit that's flat out fucking wrong? Is that why you're not going into it more? Go into it more than that, but he's not a passive player. He is recognized from heaven. He is recognized as the primary government leader on planet Earth. People need to know that. From heaven... President Trump is recognized as the primary government leader on planet Earth. Any evidence at all, please. I will take anything. This guy is actually famous for making predictions that um, failed miserably in the past. This one came out early December 2019, so it was before the 2020 election. It was before it even was coming up, really. Give this one a listen. And then on March, right when I'm saying that I have this... Oh, it's not an open vision, but it was a vision. And the Lord, it was like, he's like I'm really not interested in your all's vote this time. I'm doing it. I usually give you all that option. This time, I'm not. This is a rescue operation from heaven. This is this is a, a, a moment of the ages. This will go down. This time period will go down as a before and after AD, you know, a, a, but bc ad depending on what terminology you use now and the lord it was like i'm really not interested in your all's vote this time i'm doing it how about that isn't that interesting so this guy basically said you gotta have some real fucking confidence to say something like this he says don't even bother voting god has it in his hands god has told me that he's going to make Donald Trump the president again in 2020, and you don't have to do shit. You can just sit on your ass and watch it happen. That's it. You have to have some real confidence for this, to say something like this. Basically, to discourage voters from voting, your own voters. I honestly can't believe he came out and said that shit. This is a rescue operation from heaven. So anyways, like I said, the, the guy has a long history of making unfounded predictions and watching them fail miserably and then trying to backtrack and explain away why he was wrong in the first place. This is by no means the first time he's said something so fucking ridiculous. In early June 2021, he went on the 
Flyover Conservative podcast, and he had some interesting things to say on there. Check this one out. Have you heard any timeline? Of course, that one has to come out. Any timelines at all? It's the same thing God says, and it's the most frustrating timeline ever. Soon! <laughs> That's super interesting because he was saying that God told him Trump was going to be picked as the president in 2020. Trump was going to be president. His voters could just stay home. They didn't have to do shit. God was just going to make him president, and that was going to be the end of it. And then when that failed... He said, Trump actually is president behind the scenes. He went the old Jehovah's Witness route of saying it happened invisibly. You weren't there to see it. And here we are in June of 2021, and the guy is saying, soon, Trump will be president. Because uh, soon with him is... is uh, Never our soon. Never, yeah. never our soon. I, I just, you know, it has to be this year. And uh, oh, I love it. I am eating this shit up. I am here for it, man. Honestly, today, this is um, December 12th, 2021, when this is actually being filmed currently. This is probably going to release somewhere around the 15th or something like that. Uh, yeah, you got, you know, 16 days left there, buddy, before it's over, before it's too late. Is Trump going to be president before January 1st? Oh, please make more predictions. I just... I eat this shit up, man. Um, yeah. We used to say it has to be this month. Yeah, we used to say it has to be. <laughs> the deal is we also know natural intel like you all do. And yeah. so you, that I have to be led by spiritual intel. Yeah, right. Okay, well, let me give you a little secret here. So what he's saying is we know natural intel like you guys do, but you have to be led by spiritual intel. Okay, that's that's what he said. At no point in time was there natural intel that indicated that Trump was going to take the presidency back after Biden was inaugurated. At no point should you have come to that conclusion from natural intel. Spiritual intel, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't know what you think it's telling you, but your natural intel should have never been telling you that. The timing of the Lord is perfect in this. Yeah. And there are things, you know, it's one of my prophetic friends right now uh, believes uh, you know, there was something that that President Trump is so disturbed by certain things that are happening. He's wanting to even accelerate that he was being tempted to accelerate and doing it faster than a plan that they had mm -hmm. and that it wasn't necessarily the way they're supposed to go. And I'm like, no, I want to I agree with Trump. Let's do it now. <laughs> yeah. um, sure. Let's do it. Wow, dude. As if Trump would have any self-control at all. So he's basically saying that God and Donald Trump sat down in a war room and made a plan together to take the president. Why doesn't God just snap his fingers and make him president just like that? Seriously, why all this messing around with these plans and you're going to, you know, Trump wants to jump the gun and he wants to do this thing and that thing first and blah, blah, blah. Why? Why? Just snap your fucking fingers. This is the dude that can supposedly make it rain for 40 days and 40 nights, help Noah gather two or seven of every animal, depending on whether it's clean or unclean, into a gigantic fucking boat that fits literally every single animal, make sure they don't die from methane poisoning, make sure that they all somehow have the strength to build this ark in the first place when nails don't even exist right now, like, God is supposed to be so incredibly powerful. He can bend the rules of the universe at will. And you're, you've got him sitting down here playing some fucking game with Donald Trump, making some weird little plan. 
Why doesn't he just snap his fingers and be done with it? I don't understand. It's nonsense from beginning to end. And these people believe it. They believe it. These people invited this fucking guy on to talk about it because they want some insight. They think he has special knowledge that they can access. This is so ridiculous from beginning to end. Dude's not a nobody, though. I, I forgot to mention this. This guy, ElijahList.com, Elijah Streams, Steve Schultz. Um, the Elijah List is a Facebook group, I believe, that has around 400,000 followers on it. 400,000 followers. That's fucking gigantic. That's bigger than me. That's half the size of David Pakman, basically. Johnny Enlow is an extremely influential pastor and has his hooks in the QAnon movement and in the Dominionist slash Evangelical movement. He's kind of the linchpin between the two. He connects QAnon with the Evangelicals. That's why he's so incredibly concerning. And the fact that Steve Schultz from ElijahList.com, with their 400,000 followers on Facebook alone, not to mention how many followers they have on their website or wherever else, Steve Schultz inviting this guy on his Facebook group with so many people is even worse. That is by no means the last clip, though. There are endless clips of this guy saying the same shit like this. Steve Schultz from ElijahList.com had him back on in October, October 14th, 2021, to talk about Donald Trump being reinstated again. So let's give this one a listen. Me ask the prophetic people all the time, when's he going to be back in that seat? It's like if you just knew a little more of the macro, uh, he's doing what he's supposed to. And 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 just to add to that, like because uh, I just saw it again in, in, in the spirit of what I saw uh, a couple few days ago. A couple few days ago. What a weird way to say that, but whatever. A few days ago was I saw a picture of uh, President Trump playing chess again. Ah. And and um, and he's very advanced. I could tell he's very good in advance. Why even add that detail in? Why would you even say that? He's very good in advance. Who fucking cares how good in advance the guy is? You know who cares about how good in advance Donald Trump is at chess? Donald Trump. That's it. Nobody else on the fucking planet cares if Trump is good at chess or not. Oh, yeah. And Trump's sycophants who follow him around like a lost puppy dog and want to boost his self-esteem for him because they know he needs it desperately. Let's keep listening. He's very good in advance. But then all the super you back up, you see the higher view. God has him on his chessboard. That's and so. Good. Trump and his whole board were on his board, and he's actually playing Trump, uh, and and he's above, and he's he's the unbeatable master at at chess, and so that's that's what's always the encouraging thing. And whenever we this dude honestly thinks that this is like a deep metaphor or something, this is ridiculous. He really thinks that this is like on a new level of like creative, like this idea that supposedly God gave him. That's what's always the encouraging thing. And whenever we can't see, whenever we feel discouraged with what we're seeing, we usually, it means we like, we lack the higher, yeah. the higher view of, of seeing what's really taking place. Yeah, there's that fog of war reference again. What Basically what he was saying earlier, if we're disappointed with what we see right now, with Donald Trump specifically, 
then it's because we lack the higher view, the macro view. Um, the, that's the fog of war reference once again. If anything, he made a shift from president of the United States to president of the world in the sense of how he's being used and what's taking place. Now, for those who want the proof, that's why you have to get through the fog of war or be above the fog of war to actually know what's uh, what's what's taking place. At what point do you learn to just shut your mouth and stop making predictions? Because you, you're making yourself look more and more foolish every time you go on the Elijah list. And for that matter, why is this guy, Steve Schultz, even having him on over and over again? Why does he continue to invite him on? He's been on like 50 fucking times this year. My God. And he's not the only one this guy invites on over and over again. Kat Kerr continues to make false prediction after false prediction over and over again on Steve Schultz's channel. Why? Why does he keep inviting him on every time they're fucking wrong? And he keeps getting them on. They keep sticking their foot in their mouth again and making more wrong predictions. He doesn't care. He he eats it up. He buys it. He believes it. And so do his 400,000 Facebook followers. That's ridiculous. Nerical, if Trump is so good at chess, can he figure out a counter to Queen to Queen's level three? I don't think so. I doubt it. In fact, I would be willing to bet Trump has probably never played a game of chess with anybody in his life for fear of losing. He doesn't want to lose. And he knows if he plays, he may lose. I'm honestly surprised he even ran for president. When we come back, we're going to talk about Stu Peters. For some reason, he is convinced he was infected with a cold by the deep state. They're after him. He's sure of it. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. The next article I wanted to talk about is about a guy named Stu Peters. Now, this guy has a woman named Deanna Lorraine on his channel all the time. I guess they're close friends or something like that. If you guys are unfamiliar with Deanna Lorraine, she worked for InfoWars for a while, worked for Alex Jones, and she was actually heavily involved in the January 6th stuff. I don't know. She didn't get arrested for anything that she did while she was there, as far as I know. But the day after January 6th, everybody was complaining about the fact that it was a coup attempt and drawing attention to the fact that it was a disgusting, ugly event that was a signal that democracy was in dire straits in the U.S., but not Deanna Lorraine. Deanna Lorraine was out there defending the acts that took place on January 6th, bizarrely, when it wasn't popular to do so. So that's who Deanna Lorraine is. And Stu Peters has seemingly made a friend out of her. So that's nice, I guess. Well, they had some interesting things to say to each other on a recent episode of Stu Peters' show. So let's give this a listen and see what old Stu had to say for himself. I wouldn't be surprised if this so-called cold, the virus, the flu that I have right now was a targeted attack on me. Do Do you speculate that some of that might be going on as well? 
A targeted attack? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> she doesn't even seem to believe this fully at this immediate moment. I, I, I don't know. Absolutely, uh, like the bioweapon be... This is funny. A targeted attack? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, like the bioweapon being released on you, this, this sociopath yeah. Tony Fauci, when he chimerically engineered this taxpayer-funded uh, lab-originated, intentionally released Wuhan China virus. Just throw in every buzzword you can come up with. What the fuck, dude? Is he even using the word chimeric correctly in that context? I'm not I'm not 100% convinced he is. That could probably be used against people automatically. I mean, people, Republicans, conservatives, talk show host people being yeah. targeted with this virus, right? I mean, don't you think? So well, they can paint these, 100%. this picture, this paint the picture about, oh, well, he, Stu Peters got the coronavirus. He did it to himself because he's not vaccinated. Right. Exactly. Oh my God, dude. This guy is so self-centered. He thinks that the world revolves around him. Like people really give a shit what Stu Peters is saying and doing. They care so much that they're going to go out of their way to infect him with a cold. He hasn't admitted that it's COVID, so I'm just calling it a cold. He thinks people are coming out to infect him with a cold because they don't like him. Give me a fucking break, dude. You are like way too full of yourself. This is hilarious. He did it to himself because he's not vaccinated. Right. Exactly. No, 100%. I mean, we talked about... Well, I guess Deanna Lorraine is 100% in on this conspiracy theory now. And by the way, that's exactly what this is. This is a full-blown conspiracy theory. They're going around infecting people with an illness because they don't fucking like them. Give me a break. Exactly. No, 100%. I mean, we talked about last week with the World Economic Forum uh, launching this bubble gun that you can just, you just point a gun basically and someone gets a vaccine. Okay, I have no idea how that would work. I haven't heard a word about that. I am extremely skeptical that this technology even exists or that it's even being worked on. In uh, mid-September 2021, Deanna Lorraine actually put out a video, which we're going to be talking about. It was with Stu Peters again, where she claims that they're trying to lace your salad with the vaccine, which is completely patently absurd. There is some scientific basis to the idea that you can create plants that have the modifications necessary to effectively act as a vaccine if you wanted but for one thing that would take years maybe decades to successfully create and for another thing why would you what would the point be why would you even give a shit just give people the shot if they want it it's completely conspiratorial to the core and this bubble gun thing kind of strikes me as the same just a conspiracy theory. Let's keep listening. I'm sure that they have the power to, you know, target somebody to get COVID. All of the very prominent Republicans and people who have been outspoken against vaccines, um, pastors, et cetera, suddenly they come down with a bad case of COVID and it makes the news, you know, anti-vaxxer, anti-masker pastor comes down with COVID. It's all too suspicious. And I absolutely think people are being targeted. Well, uh, you don't think that maybe it could be because there's a worldwide pandemic happening right now, and these poor fools refuse to get vaccinated or wear masks or social distance or take any basic precautions. You don't think that might be the cause of their infection? It has to be a conspiracy. There's no natural explanation for this. 
Is Occam's razor just completely dead at this point? You're not even taking that into consideration? What the fuck is going on with these people? Absolutely think people are being targeted. Well, they're going to have to try harder than this because this thing, whatever I have, is weak as hell. Um, You're stronger I, than it, yeah, that's for sure. I got, a, I got a, what, a little bit of a stuffy nose now and a little bit of a scratchy throat. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, give me a fucking break, dude. This is... This is ridiculous. This guy is so self-centered that he really believes that there are some government agents out there that felt that he was important enough to like infect with an illness. That is not where the madness ends, though. This clip came out early May 2021. This was, once again, Deanna Lorraine and Stu Peters. Give this a listen. Those that tell me that I am a raging lunatic, those that tell me... What science do you have to be giving this advice? It's a shame and it's scary that you have a platform and you're telling people to wait on this vaccine. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely agree. Uh, you don't have any science on your side currently um, to be making the claims that you're making about all kinds of bizarre shit. It's not just vaccine hesitancy from him. It is a lot of weird shit. The science is not on his side. And it is extremely irresponsible of him to go on there and spread his conspiracy theories to a wide audience. So, yeah, I agree with your detractors, Stu Peters. Mm. Those people are going to be the ones that end up going to get the injection. Yeah, He's describing me. So, yeah, I uh, agreed. I definitely criticize him for all of that stuff before. And, yeah, I got the injection. So let's let's hear. Let's hear what he has to say about me. Those people will be the ones that end up falling over and dying. Okay, well, this was like, what, eight months ago when I got my first vaccine dose and I'm still kicking. So I guess that, you know, this clip he created was from back in May. In fact, I think that's around the time I got my vaccine dose. So nothing's happened to me yet. Is it ever going to happen? I mean, I remember a time when people seemed to believe that by the end of the flu season, we would be dead after taking the vaccine. But guess what? Nothing fucking happened except for one thing. I'm COVID free and I have been since the very beginning. How about that shit? You're not COVID free. And that sample group of people, we will be in a better place without them. Sadly, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'll probably get kicked off the air for saying that. Oh yeah, right. Like he would get kicked off the air for saying something like that. That is the exact type of thing that his network believes in and the exact reason they invited him on as a host to say in the first fucking place. This exact type of thing. Of course he's not getting kicked off the air. This is all just part of his persecution complex. It's all coming up once again. Uh, but you know what? I, I will never lie. Thing. I will never lie on this platform, and that's just the truth. Deanna Lorraine, I shots felt, fired. <laughs> I felt guilty for thinking that last night, but I was thinking maybe Darwin's theory is true. Sadly, Darwin's theory is true. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the fact that we now know that this disease is targeting Republicans. I take no solace in that fact. I take no joy in that. This is a highly partisan virus at this point. The people that are dying from this are mostly Republicans because they refuse to wear masks. They refuse to vaccinate or social distance or take any basic precautions, even hand washing, they seem to be against. I'm sad that people are dying of a preventable disease. I do not want this. I want people to be responsible and pull it together and get a free vaccine. It is free. 
Just go get it, and you will be safer. We will be safer as a society. As a result, right now, we can see, I don't remember exactly what the numbers are, so I don't want to quote them, but I will tell you, the data shows more Republicans are dying than Democrats. Like I said, I don't take solace in that fact. I don't want anybody to die, but they're losing voters. They are losing voters by the day because of their stupid, dangerous decisions. Darwin's theory of evolution is a fact, as well as a theory that doesn't really work to your benefit as you think, Deanna Lorraine. What's even more sad is the fact that Stu Peters seems to be demonizing Anthony Fauci for some bizarre reason, like he's fixated on this guy. Give this one a listen. This is from mid-November 2021, not that long ago. No, in a one-word answer, should Fauci be arrested? Absolutely. My attitude is show some leadership and get a national petition going to literally have him arrested for tr crimes against humanity. Uh, by the way, the guy talking right now is Bob Bobby Pitton, I believe, Bobby Python. He is a Republican candidate for office. I don't think he's won any elections yet. Not 100% on that, but he's definitely a candidate. Let's keep listening. Arrest him under that. Have him prove that he didn't commit crimes against humanity. Oh, I love it. Completely reverse the burden of proof. How about that? He, this guy obviously doesn't understand how the legal system works at all. Do you remember those words? What is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, innocent until proven guilty. That's it. Yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. How did you forget that shit, Mr. Bobby Python or whatever the fuck? That is the basis of our entire legal system. Innocent until proven guilty. You're saying arrest him and make him prove he didn't do something illegal? Are you fucking kidding me? That is so ass backwards, I don't even know where to go with it. Hang on, let me look this guy up, because I don't remember if he's a candidate or if he's an actual representative already. He's running for election for U.S. Senate to represent Illinois. He declared candidacy for tw the 2022 election, so he hasn't actually taken part in an election yet. He's expressed his intentions to and filed the paperwork, and he's going to be running. Um, the next election is November 8th, 2022, so that's when we can expect this guy to be running. Keep a lookout for that. If you live in Illinois, make sure you vote against this guy. Needless to say, Stu Peters has some kind of weird fixation on Tony Fauci. I have no clue why he's so obsessed with him. But uh, Bobby Python or Bobby Pitton or whatever, I guess he just had him on to uh, kind of feed his persecution complex about how evil Tony Fauci is. Fucking bizarre. This next clip I wanted to watch came out mid-September 2021. This one, was with, uh, this one was with Deanna Lorraine and Stu Peters, and it shows their history of conspiracy theories. Check this clip out. Now what they're trying to do is sneak the COVID vaccine in your salads. Uh, okay, well, it seems like if that's what they were trying to do, if they're trying to sneak it into your salads, seems to me like they wouldn't have articles about it out there, right? They would try to suppress articles or just not say a fucking word to anybody about it. So they're not really trying to sneak anything anywhere. And honestly, uh, I don't know if a salad would be the best thing to sneak it into anyways. Salads aren't terribly popular in the U.S., I would say sneak it into a candy bar first, but uh, that's just me. If I were a scientist trying to sneak it anywhere, I think it'd be in a candy bar. Anyway, let's keep listening. Now they're trying to grow. I can't even believe we're talking about this right now. I can't believe this world we're living in, but they're trying to grow spinach and lettuce and other leafy greens with mRNA vaccine inside of those leaves. 
Now, I don't think anybody's actually trying to do that. Uh, as far as I know, they're not trying to do that. I can tell you, though, there are a lot of pop science websites out there that like to put articles out that aren't really fully connected to reality. Like, they, they just have these weird ideas about things that they could do or things that they want to do but aren't actually being done. And then they, they kind of exaggerate it and build it up and make it seem like it's happening right now, right in front of our eyes. We've been hearing about an Alzheimer's disease cure for like a really long time. Uh, and the Alzheimer's disease cure is on its way, but it's not here. If you read these pop science websites, you would be forgiven for thinking that it is here already, that we've gotten the disease beat that we have for a long time. That's the thing about these pop science websites. Don't read these pop science websites. Go to the scientific studies and see what they have to say. The websites are pretty much worthless. And that's what Deanna Lorraine was looking at here, as far as I can tell. I remember talking about this like a few months ago, and I looked it up, and that's what it was. It was just an article on some pop science website. Yeah, yeah, I found the exact website. It's WGNTV.com. I've never heard of this place before. Uh, what is this? WGN9. Let me look it up. Hold on. Wait, it looks like it's like some Chicago local newspaper or something. It's an independent television station licensed in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, weird. Well, they aren't actually trying to grow plants that have the vaccine in them, as far as I know. I haven't heard a fucking word about that from anybody, any scientific studies at all, to indicate that's what they're working on. This is pretty much the only website that talks about it, this WGNTV.com website. There were a couple of other websites that mentioned it in passing, seemingly, but it's just nonsense. Wait for the scientific studies. And even if it was real, it would take a long fucking time to get there. And it would be useless anyways, even if we did get there. So don't buy into this pop science shit. Keep listening. Can't even believe we're talking about this right now. I can't believe this world we're living in, but they're trying to grow spinach and lettuce and other leafy greens with mRNA vaccine inside of those leaves no. so that you can just consume your salad and you can get your daily, uh, your, your yearly, or now it's about probably three times a year, COVID vaccine. Why would they even do that? I don't understand. We only need it like once every six months or so. Currently is what it looks like. We're not even 100% sure that that's what it is. So you're saying we want to eat a salad once every six months? I mean, I guess that would probably line up with how often I eat salads, but it seems kind of fucking stupid to me. Why don't I just go get the shot and then come home? Like, simple as that. This is nonsense. Like, nothing about this idea makes any sense at all. Why would they even do this? In your salad. And I think it's really funny because when you read these articles, which you can look up, it's trending today. Look up this vaccines in your salad situation because they say in the article, you know, we know that uh, it's a really hard subject vaccines and we know that some people have a really hard time. They're afraid of needles or they're this inconvenience in going to get your vaccine. Well, now we're going to make it possible for you to just get your vaccine in your salad. They would never honestly probably do this they would just make a pill right and they are working on a covid 19 like pill where you can get cured from it through a pill or whatever they've been working on that for a while why would they put it in a salad this is fucking ridiculous 
from beginning to end. Like that's as if that is the reason why people are hesitant to get the vaccine and don't want the vaccine. Well, actually it is. There is a very high number of people who have refused to get vaccinated, not because they're anti-vax, but because they're afraid of needles. That's actually very true. And that's why the pill would be so useful. I mean, the pill, I think Pfizer was working on the pill not long ago. I haven't heard anything about it recently, like in the past, like, month or something but as far as i know they're still working on it so i I would love to see the progress on that but i honestly have no idea why they would put it in a salad getting it out of injection form would be fantastic though uh, because there is a lot of needle hesitancy just because i don't feel like going to a doctor or nurse or walgreens or because i'm afraid of needles no that's not the reason why most people do not want this bs vaccine because we don't want it it's harmful and we don't want that in our body it is actually there's a, a a high percentage of people who are afraid of needles and then a very small percentage of people like Deanna Lorraine or Stu Peters who are under the impression that it's like some kind of a mind control thing. You know, the conspiracy theories, the conspiracy theorists are a very small segment of the population actually they're just the loudest that's the problem they're just the loudest people around a high number of people who haven't gotten it so far is actually because they don't like needles there is a a very large percentage that is accounted for with that but you know none of this matters like none of these facts matter to people like this facts are irrelevant what matters is owning the libs destroying your enemies hating the other an us-versus-them mentality, one of the hallmarks of a cult. Something I've been talking about on my channel since day one, basically. Once you realize that is the angle, the, the perspective that they view things from, owning the libs, it actually gives you predictive power. You can kind of figure out what their next moves are going to be based on that. You can figure out what propaganda techniques they're going to use and what they're going to say next to destroy their enemies, to own the libs. Once you realize that's what it's all about and basically nothing else, you can use it to your advantage. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to make sure I can continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, you can support me on Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and stickers and stuff on there. Second, you can support me by checking out my Etsy store. I sell 3D printed stands for every system from the original Nintendo to the Xbox One. And finally, if you want to support me in other ways, you can check me out on my other channels. I have the podcast channel, which is where I talk about whatever's on my mind. Politics, social issues, whatever. You can also find it everywhere podcasts can be found. Or you can check out the videos on my main channel where I focus on destructive cults. As it is with most channels these days, I rely on the support of viewers like you to keep my channel alive, so sharing my work is extremely helpful. Anyways, check me out in all those places if you haven't already. Thanks for listening, guys.